0: Hello and welcome to the Be Elevated Podcast. My name is John Spectenhauser, and for those who want to join me in bettering ourselves, this is the place for you. I recently started a journey to get more out of my everyday life, and I would like to let you in on everything I am reading, learning, and experiencing on my journey to elevate my everyday life. Welcome to the Be Elevated Podcast. My name is John Speckenhauser, and I will be your host today, as I am every other day. We have a lot to talk about today on the podcast. Well, I wouldn't really say a lot, Um, but like I said last podcast, I'm going to talk to you today about the book Start by Cuff, and uh, it's a pretty good book. I'm not going to go over too much of that. I'm just going to kind of go over the outline and the basics of that book. Then um, I'm gonna talk about some of the other things that I've been doing to implement into my life, um, but I guess we'll go ahead and and start. So, uh, the book start by Jonikoff. Okay, um, one thing that I kind of want to talk about is complacency here. Um, this is kind of why I read this book to begin with, is because my life was I was getting kind of complacent. I was just feeling really kind of lazy. And, uh, you know, I I don't really want to call it a self-help book, but it really kind of is just kind of the little motivation that you need to kind of get off the couch, which is what I was looking for at the time. Uh, This was after New Year's. I think this might have been the third book or fourth book that I had read this year. Uh, I can't exactly remember which one it was. I could probably look back and find out. Uh, It's on my Instagram account if you guys follow me on Instagram at all. Um, But, yeah, complacency. That's a very something it's it's important it's not something that we really think too much about we kind of get into the same routine you know and uh you know we kind of get lazy we kind of don't really ever feel like deviating off of the path that we're currently going on and uh you know most of the time it's wake up go to work come home and go to sleep Uh, obviously we're eating there's you know but Uh, Most of the time, though, we just do basically the bare minimum of what's asked for us, and we don't really do much else, which also includes uh, doing the things that we always wanted to do in life. Uh, There's a lot of things that I've always wanted to do in life. Um, Doing a podcast has not actually been one of those. It's just kind of something I decided I wanted to do because I found it kind of interesting, which kind of goes into the whole growing and, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone. And elevating my day, right? Because we're does the Be Elevated podcast. So it was just something that I figured that I would try and do to, you know, make my life better, do something I haven't done before. Um, So And and part of that is inspired by this book that I read. Um, So anyway, we're going to talk about complacency here a little bit. Um, Doing nothing and doing the same thing every day is very addicting. It is and uh, you will probably listening to this now you probably kind of think yeah I really don't do too much off of what I do every day uh, and and a lot of the reason for that's because it's hard to make time and then whenever we do finally have time we just kind of want to relax and just you know do what we want to do on the weekends which a lot of the time is either hang out with friends or just you know sit around the house which unfortunately um, we miss out on doing some of the things that we really want to do with our lives and, and make it better and step out of our comfort zone and do great things. Um, so yeah, complacency can be addicting, and that was something that I was struggling with, and I think it's something most people are struggling with. Uh, and it leads to laziness. When you're complacent, you get lazy. You don't want to do anything else. You, get, you lose motivation because once you get into that complacent mindset, It's really hard to find motivation to get out of it because you—it it is addicting. You're in the same routine. Everything becomes a habit and deviating from that habit and and that routine is really hard to do and it ultimately leads to regrets later in life. And I think most of us can agree on that. We always kind of think, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have did that. I wish I would have went to college straight out of high school instead of joining the military or something crazy like that. Uh, We all have those kind of thoughts, and uh, you you know it's okay to reflect on the past, but what are you going to do to change it in the future? Are we just going to sit there and keep wishing, or are we going to start? And that's one thing, that's what this book is basically about. Um, Basically, I don't want to say stop complacency, that's kind of my own spin on it, Um, because that was kind of why I read the book, but you just have to start. You have to get up off your butt and do something about it. And nothing is going to be perfect whenever you do things. Obviously, with my podcast, you you can tell nothing that I've done is perfect. My podcast isn't, uh, you know, isn't mixed very well with the sound. I'm still learning how to do that. Um, I'm actually um, in the process of learning how to do a video podcast, actually. For those of you who listen on my YouTube uh, it's just the picture and then the audio behind it, which is very boring. I know I like to listen to video podcasts and watch video podcasts. Uh, they're a lot more interesting, for sure. So th- these are things that I'm learning how to do, but you know you have to start. And uh, in the book, it maps out the first thing. There, There's five stages. Uh, you're learning, and then after you learn, you go through your editing phase, and then your mastering phase, then your harvesting phase, and then your guiding phase. With everything that we do in life, we go through these phases, whether that's just living life or that is learning new things and we applying those things to our lives. So the first thing that we do is we learn how to do it. It's not going to be perfect. That's why we have these different outlets of education. And so we can learn and we can practice these things. And you know what? Nobody is going to give you a hard time for trying something. And if they make fun of you for trying something new you haven't done before, that's because they aren't the ones doing it. They're actually jealous that you took that extra step to step out of your comfort zone and they're trying to discourage you from it. Don't listen to those people. You have to really be careful who you listen to because somebody who is actually making it and doing a good job is not going to turn you. It's not going to hurt you. They're not going to sit there until you're doing a bad job if anything, they're going to try and lift you up. They're going to, you know, help you uh learn things that you probably don't know so that way you can it can be better which is really cool uh if you can get past that uh initial learning phase which after you do uh, then we go to the editing phase so you learned your new task. now you're working on editing it so once you edit it uh it's where you make your fine tuning which uh, in this book um it maps out pretty much everything by the decades so uh, learning it would be in your twenties, which is true for most thing. Most uh, most people, we're learning new things in our twenties. Um, you know, we're go- we're just finishing college, we're just starting a career, um, and that's kind of what this outlines. But of course, this is not set in stone. Um, it's just a perspective, It just kind of gives you a perspective. Um, so yeah, in our twenties, we're learning. In our thirties, we're editing. So we're already established in whatever we're doing. Um, obviously this isn't just when you're in your thirties, it could just, you, it's just a, an outline. Like this book makes it just kind of give you an idea, a reference point. Um, but you could be in your sixties and be editing something because you started something in your fifties. The point is you just have to start. So we're editing a lot of that time is in our thirties. So we're, we're trying to perfect what we're doing. So then once you're in your forties, You're mastering your craft. You're mastering whatever it is that you're doing generally. We're at the peak of our careers, um, and we are, uh, you know, getting to the top of where we want to be. We've probably started a family, um, and, you know, everything is going good in your life. We're mastering our craft. We're mastering what we're doing. So then once we get in our 50s, we can harvest everything that we've done. Uh, Once again, like I said, these are just reference points. This isn't necessarily, it doesn't have to be in your 50s. Uh, All this stuff could happen in your 30s. It could happen really fast. I don't know. It's really just a frame of reference um, that this book goes through. Um, And when you read the book, it'll definitely help you understand it a little bit better. Uh, Like I said, I'm just kind of going through a rough rough go-by on this. Uh, so anyway we're harvesting what we've learned we're reaping the benefits finally and then this is uh probably the most important part is the older we get the better that we get at what we do then it's time to give back and this is what a lot of people like to do uh in their free time such as whenever they're about to retire or something like that they're like you know, I want to give back to those people who have given to me and the people who are coming up. I don't want to just keep people down. I also want to bring people up with me. So this is where you're guiding. So now you've done everything that you could possibly do and what you're doing. So then you guide those below you uh, and kind of try and bring them up with you, help mentor them. And that's basically the five steps that this goes through. And uh, I went through that kind of fast. Um But, like I said, you just have to start. And uh, if you don't start now, such as if you're in your 30s, why are you going to wait? What are you waiting for? If you wanted to uh, go back to school, what are you waiting for? Why are you going to wait until you're 40 to go back to school? Why are you going to wait until you're 40 to have kids or something like that? You know, why not start now? There's no perfect time to start except for now. And I highly recommend you get that mentality because if you just sit there and wait, it's never going to be the perfect time. It's never going to be the perfect time. So do what you need to do now because by the time you are 40 and you still haven't started, you're going to ask yourself, what did I really do that 10 years that I said I was going to start when I'm 40? Um, So that's just uh, some food for thought there. So the book Start by John Acuff, it's a very good book. I highly recommend it. I didn't go too much into it because I want to leave that to you. I want you to start. I want you to pick up this book. I want you to check it out. Um, but as we're talking about it, I want to say that one of the things that I wanted to do this year um, was learn more. Um, which is something that I haven't really done too much in the past. I know it sounds crazy, but it got to the complacency like we're talking about. So my life was complacent. So like I've said, the first two podcasts, I started picking up books. I started learning things. I tried to do different things in my life that I wouldn't normally do. Um, So another thing that I've done is uh, instead of listening to music on the way to work, I've been listening to podcasts. And let me tell you, listening to podcasts are freaking awesome. Uh, And I'm not just saying that because I'm doing a podcast. I mean, I'm talking about, you know, listening to podcasts by uh, one of the ones I listen to is by Dave Chang. He's a chef. I don't know if you know who he is, but he uh, does the show Ugly Delicious on Netflix. If you like food, I highly recommend you watch that show because it's a lot of fun. Season two is coming out here um, pretty soon as well. Um, but also, there's a lot of informative podcasts like TED Talks. TED Talks are one of my favorite podcasts, uh, and it's just recently that I actually came up across them, because beforehand, I would listen to like the Dave Ramsey podcast, the Chris Hogan's Everyday Millionaires podcast, um, and uh, Joe Rogan Experience, obviously, is a very good podcast for those of you who don't know. Um, he, his are a little bit longer, and so, um, Anyway. This one podcast in particular that I actually listened to the other day really sparked my interest. Um, It was a a TED Talk podcast, and it was done by uh, Matt Walker. And I'm sure most of you, if any of you, probably don't even know who that is. I didn't know who it was until the other day. Uh, But he talked about uh, sleep, actually, Uh, something that I find I don't get enough of. And it turns out I'm actually killing myself. And actually, most of us are probably killing ourselves because we're not getting enough sleep. And this is now scientifically proven. Uh, this TED Talk that he did, I believe, was done in 2019, so earlier this year. But he also has a book that's out. Um, um, let's see, what what's the book called? Um, boy, I don't even... Oh, yeah. Why We Sleep, Unlocking the Power of Sleep and Dreams. Uh, so that's his book that that he had written, which uh, is in my queue. I haven't read it yet, uh, but I did listen to his podcast. But I now have this book in my wish list, and it will be one of the books I read here in the next few months. I promise I'll get to it, and I will talk to you about it. Um, but I also uh, there's some interesting things that were put off in this podcast. So I think you guys might find kind of interesting too. Um, so as most of us probably know, um, the lack of sleep that you get affects your memory of the brain. Um, and, uh, the way it was described in the podcast, if you don't get enough sleep, you can't absorb new memories. Um, so, um, now it's not only saying that, you know, those of you in college who like to stay up all night and cram, that is actually the worst way to absorb memories. Unless you're data dumping, of course, then, you know, you're just going to take in the information. You have your final the next day, bam, it's done, whatever. But, uh, the proper way is you need to get sleep before and after, actually. Um, I know it sounds crazy, but uh, eight hours of sleep every night, guys. That is what is recommended. Eight hours of sleep, um, no less. Uh, anything less than that, uh, really not doing anything good to your brain or your immune system. Uh, and, uh, just to take it a little bit further, uh, not getting enough sleep actually leads to Alzheimer's. Uh, at least that's what I got from this. He he did mention it. I'm sure it'll be uh, elaborated a little bit more in his book whenever I get a chance to read it. Um, but, and it, it just has other numerous effects on your health. And, uh, one thing that he talks about is twice a year, we get this proven time and time again, uh, daylight savings time. Um, So we get a chance to experience the time change twice a year. And it's really crazy. Just one hour less um, of sleep a night, this one time a year, when everybody loses an hour of sleep, is an increase of 24% in heart attacks. That's insane. Just that one uh, lost hour of sleep is attributed to 24% the next day. This is the next day. And then the same thing as when we gain an hour of sleep, it's actually reduced by 21% of heart attacks on the next day. That is a crazy statistic. And just that loss of one hour of sleep, that is something that we should really look into. Uh, and one thing I'm really excited about reading this book to learn more about, because that is just, it's mind-blowing that one hour of sleep can have that much effect. Um, another study that he said he did is uh, just four hours of sleep actually reduces your immune system um, activity as much as seventy percent if you get four hours of sleep a night. That is really scary and kind of goes into uh, the next thing that it talks about is uh, getting uh, loss of sleep is actually attributed to uh, a lot of forms of cancer. Uh, as it turns out, you know, if your immune system, is unable to, you know, rebuild itself and sustain its power. I don't really know how it's going to be worded in the book. I'm excited to read it. Uh, so I sound like a goofball explaining it right now, but it's connected to forms of cancer. It's crazy. Um, so that's just something to think about. Uh, you know, you can definitely pick up this book too. If you read it before I do, let me know. Uh, I'm really excited to read it. Um, and then another thing. Uh, it talks about is, uh, which my wife probably isn't going to like whenever she hears this. I haven't told her yet. I hate to break the news to her. Um, but the body needs to drop two to three degrees, uh, in order to actually fall asleep. So your core temperature needs to drop about two to three degrees. And, uh, this is what my wife is not going to like about it is the optimal room temperature. He says is 65 degrees. Now that sounds wonderful to me. My room's already at like 72 degrees. Um, And that's freezing to my wife. But I would like it to be colder. I even actually have a fan pointing on me as well as I sleep. Um, So needless to say, I heard this podcast about a week ago. And I have really been trying to do my best to get eight hours of sleep a night. I've been setting my alarm. um, or I got an iPhone now so you can set the the sleep time that you want to go to sleep. Um, So I have it set for 830. And then I wake up at 430 in the morning, so it's, it really sucks, I'm going to bed whenever it's daylight out, but unfortunately that's when I have to wake up to get to work on time, so, um, you know, once my son goes to bed, get him put in uh, a bath and put in bed, uh, I'm in bed too, so it's kind of a bummer, but I actually, I've been feeling a lot better, um, I've been doing that, and then, um, of course, you guys know I've been reading the book uh the Headspace Guide to Meditation and Mindfulness, I actually just finished that book, um, which kind of leads me to my next thing. I'm not going to talk about the book. I'm going to save that for another time. Um, but um, I've been thinking about maybe creating a blog, right? Um, I, I'm thinking about I'm going to write a report of the Headspace guide to mindfulness and meditation because it was had so much good information in there and there's way more in there than I could talk about in a podcast and I would like to type it up and put it somewhere so you guys can actually read it um to kind of get you a little bit of a synopsis of the book and I, I, I you know you can obviously can read the book too it's only 200 pages long and it's 200 pages of great information about why meditation is really good for you which is another thing that I've started doing um, so between uh, sleep, getting eight hours of sleep and meditating, I, I feel amazing. I feel great. I wake up great every day. First thing I do after I wake up and brush my teeth, I meditate for 10 minutes a day. And then after that, I do whatever I need to do to get ready for work, but I feel great. Um, of course, that and I've been eating a lot cleaner too. Not sure if I mentioned that, but one of the other things that I I told myself I was going to do this New Year's is uh, on top of You know, elevating my day and elevating my life, I'm going to start eating better, too. So I've been eating whole foods. I haven't been eating processed foods like potato chips and all that stuff. Um, You know, I I bring, you know, salad, chicken, all that stuff to work. I eat at 9 o'clock. I eat like a banana. Um, You know, throughout the day, I'll snack on things like oranges, apples. uh, Lately, Uh, watermelon has been a big thing because it's like 95% water. So you're really just hydrating yourself, and it tastes delicious. Um, so anyway, yeah, so that's some of the things that I've been doing to, uh, you know, I, I started at the beginning of the year. I'm like, I'm going to start be- taking better care of myself. So this is kind of a little bit of a summary, you know, the, with the podcast, the eight hours of sleep at night, which I'm excited to read this book. Uh, once again, like I said, it's, um, uh, why we sleep unlocking the power of, S- or yeah, hold on. Why we sleep unlocking the power of sleep and dreams by Matt Walker. Um, it's on amazon i'll put the link in the in the not the bio i guess that would be an instagram thing in the description i'll put the link in the description um so yeah i think uh, uh, let me know what you think about creating a blog i think it would be kind of interesting um so that way you guys can not just hear but in case you wanted to do a quick read or something for those of you who are actually interested and want to learn this stuff too it would be really kind of fun and, uh, you guys can give me some feedback on that let me know some of the things that you're learning that, you know, I would really like to bounce ideas off of people because one of the great things about the human mind is it builds like compound interest. So, if, you know, we keep taking care of ourselves and we get enough sleep and we eat good and, uh, we can retain these memories and we just keep building and building. That's how people get smarter. And it's really awesome. Um, so, um, so also another thing, uh, I eventually want to do a video podcast. I think doing a video podcast would be a lot of fun. Uh, so I'm, I'm trying to learn how to do that. So on top of doing the blog, I think it'd be awesome to actually post videos of the podcast on the blog so you guys can see me making a fool of myself instead of just hearing me make a fool of myself. Uh, but I think it would be really fun. So anyway, that's about all I have for you today. Uh, Like I said, these are the things that I've been doing, and I hope that you guys can kind of, uh, you know, take some of the things that I'm doing and apply it to your own life. I hope you guys do read the book Start uh, by John Acuff. I'll also put that link in the description so you guys can start on that. There are a lot of other books that I can recommend that are pretty similar to that, but this one is short, sweet, and to the point. I like it. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Please like, subscribe, and share this podcast if you enjoyed it. Even if you didn't enjoy it, I would actually appreciate you to do it anyway because some other people might enjoy it. Anyway, I hope you guys have a wonderful day, and please elevate your life. Next time on the Be Elevated podcast. Uh, But anyway, agricultural revolution. And it starts off saying that in a 2009 study, um, it was not so much about uh, a study that they did was not so much about uh, uh, climate change, but it was talking about uh, global agriculture destroying humanity and the threat and stability of the plant. And it talks a little bit about it and it talks about how, you know, we're boosting all these animals with antibiotics and stuff like that. And the antibiotics are actually making it harder for our own antibiotics uh, to work.